Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Uh, 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 do it live. Are we up? We're good. We're live. I'll write it. We'll do it live. I've been saying that for so long. How many people are even aware of that clip? I know you are, but of a certain age. Do you have it? You got it? Yeah. I'm, I wonder how many people. It was better when he when he had like the regular show on Fox because you'd see him a little more regularly. But it was it's the it, when I think of the most influential videos of early YouTube for me, it's I'll I'll write it and we'll do it live. And then oddly, it's the Glenn Gary. You're up. It's the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross baldwin like those are the two videos that i remember when youtube first came up like wait have you seen this from bill o'reilly and then oh yeah oh this is one of the easy that was almost like a that felt like i was about to get yeah, shocked it was almost like a tony stark situation like all of a sudden the heart stops and, yeah, and i'm iron man which would be okay i think would you take all of that though i mean you know the end game i feel like like you're it's wheels out at what 40-ish but i'm already past that sadly. right but i mean do you sign up for that knowing how it all went save the world sure hell of a run i don't think that like at some point once you've saved the world once yeah then you can be like i'm going to scottsdale i have all the means and he's living taos. in malibu taos now right we're going to new mexico um and we're gonna start of and hang out and play a lot of golf like i'm sorry i've saved you once how, you feel what, that the burden of saving ends if you've done it once. Once There's I no saved the world, burden. No. Yeah, that's it. That's look, it. I helped you once. I saved. And then people the... coming back and they go, "Look, you're the only one. You got to get these guys together. You're the only one who can organize it. We got to help us. It's a continuing effort." I'll tell you what. Look, I've done my part. Where we are, we'll put a shield around our little area, a golf course, a couple yeah. good restaurants. Oh, two me golf and you. courses, maybe. Yeah, a couple golf courses. Yeah, yes. yeah we need some variety. One in the yeah, mountains, one, in the, one mountains. in the valley. That's right. That's how you do it. And uh, that's going to be safe. And I'm sorry if you're not included. I've already saved you once. I mean, what more do you want? How many bailouts do you want? Earth? Right. I mean, come on. Right. Seriously, once I've saved the world no, once, I'm going to go live fair. the dream. Mm -hmm. I'm now living the dream. And yeah. guess what? Every day that you've lived between now and the second time the world's been threatened, you're welcome. I hope you made the most of it. Yeah. Is there ever a threshold where you are? Because there, there would be a threshold where you would be threatened with the world. So then you would have to... You know, loved ones, you'd want to protect them. Sure. If you had the power, then you get drugged back into it. I could see that being the case. So Listen, that's, that's the thing. I feel like. like with my ability to fly the way that I have and my ability to technology, like maybe we just skedaddle and set up a colony somewhere and have the time of our lives. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, welcome in on a first Friday. Yeah. Um, I mean, who would think you have to save the world twice? I've saved the world. How many times did they save it? Many. I mean, there are many through movies. that through that gr yeah. grouping. There were all really were there just three Avengers. There was Avengers, Age of Ultron, There's a bazillion though, because it all goes. It's all connected. Uh, in but in terms like of like movies. all of them together, it's like thirty movies. Like in terms of world threats, you had to deal with Ultron. Yeah, you had to deal with Thanos. Thanos was an enormous threat. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, in a way, he won. They kind of had to rig it to to go back in time to sort it well, out. Well, that's why you needed Ant Man and the Wasp. Right, right. They made all that work, the but I mean, they did. Theories. It was he did win. 
He did, but I mean, like, and he thinking in his mind, right? As any good villain, they believe what they're doing is actually benevolent, right? He's, I'm, we have overpopulation. Yeah, half of these people are cruds. Sorry, we're not going to hit 100 percent crud rate, but we're going to get rid of a lot of cruds. And there it is. That's all he wanted to do. Yeah. So that's the part that's hard, right? Because now there isn't even a barrier I can make in my world to protect, you know, all of my not loved ones. No. So then you got to go get back involved. Now but you're back on the mix. That's what happened to Tony. This Pulled is back the in. thing, though. I'm just going to be a lot smarter about the stones than they were. They were a little willy-nilly with the stones. They sure were. And so I'm going to just – let's just keep the stones safe. And then guess what? He can't do this thing. Yeah. Problem solved. Like, why would you go back in time and then try to fight him once he's got the stones? Why don't they have gone back in time, like, way before that? Hell and just question. Like, so let's just go round these up. Yeah, and you can't have them. all the bad stuff, and then we'll – You can't have them. Then we're good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, not it like wasn't. in Lord of the Rings where the ring, like, was bound to Sauron, and so it was able to, like, call to him from wherever it was in the world, yeah. and so he could sense its powers, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. He had no, These weren't bound to him. These weren't forged no. by him. No, no, so, no. So, like, if they were buried in Tuscaloosa somewhere. Fantastic place. Nobody's finding them. No. No one's looking there. You got yeah. football games to play on Saturdays. Exactly. No, not worry about it. Yeah, yeah. under the stadium. Nobody's ever looking No one's there. looking. Mm-mm. You're safe, pal. Nothing to see. Safe. Look at Gibby in there working. Shake. Gibby's like disappointed that it's the bye week. He was like, I wanted to be here Thursday, Friday, Monday. Like, what is the deal? What is all of it? Yeah. Uh, we've got a fun program for you, kids. Uh, Andrew Barry spoke today. We will have he some did. of that for you. We've got a little better, worse, higher, or lower. It is a, uh, a first Friday miracle, quite frankly, because we have an edition of the scores today as we're going to take a little time on holiday um so you have that to look forward to which is nice coming up at the end of the program bernie will join us we have guests the spread which oh, is coming at 215 so you're going to go from a guess i'm very interested to see how this goes for you because you're going to go from guessing the spread to know the scores to the scores right back to back which is good and that's why I be, easy i don't easy. what's going on over I, here? you can't touch it i just well, think it's, I, I understand it's a massive base. it's a legitimate beef i'm just saying I would. By the touch way, it. you know what solves that? Well, sure. Yeah, it's here, and then you're there. Yeah. Everything. It's interesting. Uh, Gibby Why is, isn't this pole just know. in the thing like at a normal place where, and all this underneath body is there, and it's on a thing that you can, you know, of those course, arms yeah. that extend. And, I've oh, seen the arms on, off. Yeah. Cough. cough. All of it's all there in normal. <laughs> Look, if I did this and I went, yeah. you didn't hear anything, but watch oh, without I it. <laughs> I know it. Everything, uh, Gibby is one of the most decorated radio veterans that I know, a businessman's businessman, a radio businessman's businessman, and yet this studio, which is entirely of his design. 100% his design. Nobody else helped him. He did Zero it completely people. unilaterally on him, on his own. And and here's the best part. When this the studio no was, oversight. When he was when he first designed this studio, and it was all put in here. All put in. And he looked at it. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I think there's like a blue tint in one of the glass panes. That was the issue that he ended up seeing. With it. And so he's one. like, we need a whole new glass pane. Not, new glass. Not, let's actually make sense with these That's mics. Right. Let's get on, That's off, right. off. None of it. It was, there's a tint in one of these glass panes. Yeah, pull it out. Get it out. Yeah. It's strange. It goes against your type. Just wanted to be different. It was one of those things, because Gibbe is a guy. To, just wanted to be different. Gibbe is. a little challenge to Z every day. Just to hear him complain every day because I live for it. I know you do. <laughs> Just take like it's, all your years of radio experience and do the well, opposite. Yeah, right. Exactly. Gibbe is a guy. Done. That's it. 
The, Everything that you would know and how to do, I'll do the opposite. That's the, the great dichotomy of Gibe, though. Really on is. one hand, yeah. Gibe is a man of routine. Gibe yeah. is a man who has simple pleasures that sure. he likes. Sounds like from imbibing some drinks here yeah, and there, slanging dogs, yeah. whatever it is. Being a part of the community, a pillar. Yep. He loves all that. But then, and, and well, this is the way I've always done it, and it's made me happy. I'm going to do it. But then when it comes to this, this is the way it's always been done because it works and it makes so much sense. Yep. Not going to do that. Now I'm going to fly the opposite. I'm just going, you say zing, I say zang. Yeah. I mean, that's that's basically. It's yes. the dichotomy of Gibbe, the duality I, of the great everything Gibbe. Everything I've ever known about radio is he not involved in that studio. You did everything else uh, yep. right. just to stick it to us. Yep. Right, because it doesn't affect Gibbe. No. It affects us. No. You're right, it doesn't. None. Yellowstone was texting me last night. He's like, hey, I've been thinking about a few things. And I was like, oh, good. well, I'd be happy to do that. We can start by bulldozing the studio. Oh, fantastic. I don't know Yellowstone. Do I know, I know the show? Is that, is there, do I know who this is? Who Yellowstone is? Drew? Ah, uh, Big Drew. Oh, Big Drew is Yellowstone. Uh, hold on. Oh, uh, that's very, I, very exciting. I, he reached out. He goes, hey, I've been listening to the show and blah, blah. I'm like, no. Nah. We just need to start over. We All have right. a man okay. of consequence so do. on the hotline. We certainly do. Let's head out on the hotline. The Twisted Tea Hotline brought to you by Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea, official sponsor of your Cleveland Browns. Keep it twisted, Cleveland. Join on the hotline, but defensive end Isaiah Thomas, fresh off his coming out. Welcome to the world party. Hell of a game on Monday night and a big win that had to happen. Isaiah, thanks for the time, man. Uh, what a way to go into the bye week. What did Monday night mean for you? What did it mean for the team? <laughs> Oh, uh, man, appreciate you guys for having me, first and foremost, man. And uh, as far as the game and how it meant, what it meant for my team and, and what it went for me, man, it, it meant a lot. You know, obviously, like you said, going into the bye week, it, it's a big morale booster. You know, basically put out what we've been saying, what we're capable of this whole season. And, and it was great for us to go into the to, to this bye week, you know, fresh legs and, and fresh mind and clear minds to go into that next game. And as far as for me, you know, big, big confidence boost for me. Um, obviously, me, you know, you know, trusting in my ability, you know, uh, you know, me knowing that I belong, you know, just being able to show these guys and show the fans, you know, that I, that I belong here. I'm going to be here really meant a lot to put a performance on like I did Monday night. And Isaiah, let's talk about that sack right there where you had a nice kind of like popped his arm right out of the way, ripped right by him. What were what was kind of your game plan there? And did you know that was a move that you were going to be able to go to to get that sack? <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that. I, I did know that was a move I was going to do that crazy because literally right before I got in I'm, I'm just watching him just, just watching him in there and stuff and just watching him set and I'm telling myself I'm like man that guy he, he's leaning heavy like like that guy's shooting that arm I was like I've been showing power this whole game and he's going to lean again and I was like I'm, I'm gonna throw it then I'm gonna throw that club and, and, it, and it worked beautifully I mean literally to perfection exactly how I dreamt it and I mean it, it turned out to a sack so I couldn't ask anything better was there any communication between you and your former teammate, Nick Benito, who, by the way, you led the team in sacks each of the last two years at Oklahoma, my words, not yours. Yeah. Even it's, it's really a fact, not even words. <laughs> that week sure. eight of the NFL season, you both finally get your first solo sack. You'd gotten a half a sack the week before, but that was your first solo sack each coming in week eight. Was that anything you guys talked about? Oh, for sure. Yeah, he actually was one. He actually he was watching the game live when I got my sack, and I I, I didn't I didn't uh, see his because he had the early game, the London yeah, game, and we were at the facility. Yeah, so and uh, he sent me my sack, and I was like, man, we were just talking like, well, it's crazy. We you know you know came out together. We both got our first sack, you know, week ahead of the season, and it's just you know we were just saying you know there's many more to come because we, we obviously you know believe in our abilities, and, and Nick's a re really good pass rusher, as we all know. 
and, you know, me being able to use my hands the way I did, I just, you know, we, we both just said, you know, there's many more for us to get. So it's kind of like a, like a race now. You know, started started at the same time. Now we're going to see who has the most at the end of our career. You're still the only one with a sack in North America. So I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice Trump. Yeah, use that. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Um, th- look, man, this was something that was needed, too, because we, we've talked – first of all, We've talked a lot this season. I mean, we know what Jadavian's going through from a health standpoint. We needed something else, uh, somebody else to get home up front uh, with yeah. other than Miles. And and for you to be able to answer the call, it's just it's, it was something that is it feels good to you. It feels good to the team. It was necessary. Um, did you feel this coming in the practices leading up? Did you feel yourself trending in the right direction? Yes, I did, actually. Uh, you know, watching film and just seeing how, you know, vulnerable the O-line could be, you know, just, just being honest, you know, just as far as what the numbers show and just knowing what I'm able to do and seeing what they were susceptible of on the on the offensive front. I, I was feeling it throughout the week, but honestly, I felt it the most the, the day of the game. Like, I hadn't felt that that great since, you know, the Jacksonville game is as far as just healthy, you know, loose, fresh, trusting in what I'm able to do. And, and I honestly, I just I just knew it was time. And, I mean, you can – you can ask any of the D linemen, like I'm on the sideline telling them like, like like this the game, like I'm gonna give you one, like like I can I can feel it, like, you know, so and it's crazy. Our trainer, Joe, Joe Sheehan came up to me, he said, I need one of them Jacksonville presents that you had, you know. So I was like, All right, say no more then. It really just all things came, you know, to full circle for me. What has it been like, you know, the last two weeks you played about a third of the snaps, that's the highest rate in any two games, and you look at it, you know, you get your first tackle in the NFL against the Ravens, four in that game, you get your first bat in that game, you get your first fumble recovery in that game, and then now you follow it up yep. with the sack, another pass defense at the line of scrimmage as well, a tackle for loss. Was that Baltimore game kind of the one that gave you the confidence to say, okay, I'm ready to kind of springboard forward? I, I can definitely say that, yeah, for sure. You know, being out there and uh, definitely being able to do my job and then some really put that confidence morale booster in me. And, you know, really majority of the time facing against Ronnie Stanley, who's one of the best yeah. old linemen, offensive tackles in the league, man, and just seeing me not obviously not have my way with him, but being able to do my job and then a little more, you know, it really, like, you know, set the tone for me to believe in myself. Like, you know what, like, you know, this is going to be that snowball effect for me to get the ball rolling and just have a healthy season, a great season and be an impact for this team. What's it like in the room with Clowney and with Miles and being out there and seeing what Miles Garrett is able to do week in and week out in this league? Oh, man, it's definitely surreal. You know, first off, you know, being with two number one guys, you know, who've yeah. been at, you know, you know, peaks at their career, you know, performed at the highest of levels and, and being right behind them and being expected to carry that standard and, you know, have there be no fall off. You know, I don't, I don't see that as pressure. You know, I see that as an opportunity. And being yeah. able to be that next man up along with Alex Wright, it, it, it means a lot. And I can honestly say it makes me play better. Like, you know, having, you know, guys who are, you know, better than me, obviously, in front of me performing at the rate that they do, you know, it just makes me want to play at that standard as well. You know, keep up that same level of intensity and performance. Isaiah, you you uh, you got plans for the bye week? You getting out of town? You headed home? Yeah, I'm actually in the airport right now. I just got here. Like, I'm in the <laughs> – uh, What yeah, headed back home to Oklahoma. You yeah, going headed, to the game? Back home there. Yeah, I'm going to that Baylor game. Yeah, I'll be there, sideline passing off. All right, so this is that's. I'll get you out of here on this because it's one of my favorite things. When I, typically I see it down in Columbus, when the when the NFL guys come home the first time oh. on the bye week, I know as a player you had to look over and see those guys and go, man, one of these days I want to be one of those guys, and now you are. Yep. You have to be yep. so excited. Coming tell. off a sack, yeah, too, coming off on a Monday big game. Night football. Like I'm telling yeah. you. You've got to be so excited to get back to campus. I just know it. 
Oh, extremely excited. I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm actually doing a little autograph thing. Some, some, uh, one of the guys up there, one of the um, Sooner Sports guys hit me up, man, and wants me to do a little autograph signing. I was like, man, that's, that's perfect for, for this time of season. You know, just Monday night game, just got a sack. You know, you know, obviously love the Norman at Oklahoma and whatnot. You know, being an NFL guy and having those guys look at me and the fans, look, oh, I'm excited. Yep. They're definitely. It's awesome. Soak excited. it up, brother. You I'm deserve excited. it. Hey, safe flight, man. You, man. Enjoy yeah. the weekend, and thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good one. All right. All right. That's Isaiah Thomas joining us on the Twisted Tea Hotline, brought to you by Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea, official sponsor of the Cleveland Browns. Keep it twisted, Cleveland. No doubt Michael Jordan's favorite, Isaiah Thomas, as well. On a sh- uh, Yeah, I think you probably nailed that. I think that's probably <laughs> fair. I mean, they were Jordan brand at Oklahoma, too. That's right. So it all ties no together. Doubt. That's it's no one doubt. of my favorite things. Uh, when I used to cover Ohio State on a weekly basis and, and go to all the games, when you would see the guys who come home like the the swag that they come in with, you know, the all of a sudden now all of the gear King is the now owned. King that's the right. <laughs> there is that little peacock you, re- you remember that even coming home from college or whatever, you'd come yeah. back home. And now imagine doing it as like a pro. Yeah, and you're on this. Fi- he likes. You could hear as I'm asking the question, like field passes. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. He knows. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah that's a that's, that's awesome. a fun moment. That's, yeah. that really is a very cool moment for everybody. And I'll tell you, um, that's a seventh round pick who looks like a little bit of a player here. There's no doubt. And he was the guy who was always the most productive at Oklahoma. So I yeah. said 16 and a half sacks the last two years, led the Sooners in each of the last two seasons. And he's one of those guys that just knows how to get to the quarterback. There were many people who said, which is so wild to me that this is true, but that immediately said after the draft, best seventh round pick in this draft. Yeah. So it's like, how did he get there? Mm-hmm. But maybe there's something to that. And certainly if he can step up, and as I said, this is the first time he's actually played meaningful snaps the last two games. Our defense has been at its best. I'm not saying it's due to Isaiah Thomas, but he's shown that he can be a force, and he has good instincts to get the ball to the line of scrimmage. That's twice he's gotten his hands on the ball in as many games. And so I really enjoyed getting to see that. And we went with an interesting assortment of guys on the defensive line, we went five DNs, three D tackles for this game. Perion was down, Rochelle back up, but against Baltimore, Rochelle was inactive, and Isaiah Thomas played 23 snaps, so he's moved up. He is the number four yeah. defensive end right now, and in, and he's pushing Alex Wright, which is fine. That's good for two young guys to push each other. Wright right now, I would say, is probably better against the run, but in terms of getting to the quarterback, Isaiah Thomas seems to be a little bit ahead of him in that regard. Be part of one of the most passionate fan bases of the NFL. Join the Brown season ticket member waitlist today for the best chance of securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Andrew Barry highlights from the podium coming up next. Loaded program on a first Friday. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the official printer partner of the Cleveland Browns. When you depend on your Browns to win, you can depend on OBM. They tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or ohiobusinessmachines.com. Our general manager, Andrew Barry, is at the podium earlier this morning. Here are some highlights from that. Let's have a listen. Morning, everyone. Uh, okay, uh, good to enter the bye week uh, with a big win on Monday night against uh, the defending AFC North champions, a good division rival, good team you know, with the Bengals. 
Um, thought we really played our, uh, really quite honestly, our best game of the season. Um, you know, that being said, we entered the bye week at, at um, three and five, and um, the bye comes at a good time for us, you know, middle of the season where uh, we're able to get healthy, um, you know, reflect on the first half, you know, kind of reassess the areas where we've done things well, where things we haven't done quite as well, um, and ulti ultimately uh, continue to plot out a path moving forward into the second half of the season. We're fortunate that we have nine more games, um, and they provide us nine unique opportunities to, to end the year strong and um, you know, hopefully put ourselves in a good spot uh, you know, at the end of the season. So um, this week, the focus will really be on um, you know, improving areas where we have been a little bit weaker to the first eight games. Um, and quite honestly, like, you know, leading into our strengths and um, you know, our team's personality, um, even if those areas may be a little bit different than what we thought coming into the season. So uh, we're excited to go into that process, um, excited to get healthy, um, excited for lays, what lays ahead of us in the second half of the year, um, and we'll move forward from there. So with that, I'll open up for questions. Did Monday's result change your thinking or planning in any way? You know, I, I would say that it, it, you know, candidly probably maybe had a little bit of a, a mild influence, Zach. I wouldn't say that it, it moved the needle significantly in, in one direction or, or another. Um, had a, probably a pretty good idea in terms of, you know, how we wanted to approach, um, you know, obviously yesterday with a, with a couple different opportunities, um, you know, but, but to suggest it didn't have any, some type of mild impact, I think would, would be disingenuous. What have you seen out of the defense the last couple of weeks that gives you hope for, you know, going forward and where can you, do you feel like you still need to, to kind of fix things on that side of the ball? Yeah, I think we've just played cleaner on that side of the ball. You know, whether it's, um, you know, mental assignments, uh, communication, I think our tackling has improved, um, you know, over the past, really over the past two weeks as well. And I, you know, I, that's where I give, you know, Joe and the defensive staff, you know, a lot of credit for, um, you know, really kind of focusing on and, and kind of ironing out some of those um, areas where we didn't do them quite as well um, through the early part of the season. So, um, that side of the ball seems to be to be rounding into form, but you know we still have work to do, um, and ultimately the you know the biggest thing again is is, is consistency there. When you did, talk you have, did you um, come close to trading Kareem Hunt or anybody else on this team? And did you perhaps come close to acquiring anybody by the trade deadline? You know we came close to we came close to one deal, Mary Kay, in terms of acquiring a player. It didn't um, come to fruition from a you know compensation. Uh, package, but um, we feel really good about the team that we have. Feel really good about the the guys in the locker room. To Kareem specifically, um, you know, really, uh, I would actually give Kareem a lot of credit because I think that you know, for an individual going through what he went through the past couple couple months, you know, realizing that um, you know his status was in some level of flux, and all Kareem did was since August has worked hard and and really put the team first. And I think that type of mindset, that type of attitude um, is exactly what allows you to kind of battle through, you know, difficult challenges, difficult circumstances, and ultimately what you need to, to win games as you go from week to week in the second half of the year. Under two weeks from today, Deshaun should be practicing with you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, since he's been back, what have, I'm not sure what you're allowed to do in terms of interacting with him, but what have those been like? Yeah, no, so, you know, Deshaun's, it's been great to have him back in the building. Um, you know, he's been, you know, he's been focused on, you know, working on himself. He's um, stayed in great shape. He's, he's been a part of the meetings and, um, you know, he's, he's done everything um, and more that's been asked of him. And, 
you know, we'll be excited to have him when he can continue to ramp up football activities and get back on the practice field. Two weeks uh, ramp up time when he is allowed to practice. Would you expect him to play in Houston? I'm sorry? Would you expect him to play in the Houston game? Yes, we would. Going off the ball with that, when you look at this quarterback situation, it's unique, especially for a guy like Jacoby Brissett. How would you say he's answered the bell, not only on the field, but also off the field as a leader for this yeah, team during yeah. that time? J- Jacoby has been everything that we had hoped when we signed him. Um, I think that he has giving us, given, given us an opportunity and more to, to win the game in every one of his starts, with maybe the save the exception of, of one. Um, you know, we knew that he was, um, you know, a special guy in the locker room from, um, particularly his time in Indian, uh, Indianapolis, navigating the the two years, um, you know, with Andrew Luck's injury and then ultimately his retirement. Um, he's been an excellent addition to our organization, and we couldn't be be happier with uh, you know what he's provided the team so far. What would make this a successful season in your view? Yeah, ultimately, it's it's really just maximizing our potential and playing consistent football in the second half of the year. Look, we we understand that um, you know at the end of the day, like you know we do have to produce wins. Like that's that's our mindset and that's our goal, um, and that's how that's the the mindset that we're going to take into the next nine games, Jake. So, <laughs> Andrew's a master at this. We've asked him specifically about these things. It's typically not very compelling from a listen standpoint, but that's not his job is to make it compelling. Um, the last one is is so nebulous when it says maximize our potential uh, through the you know. So w- what does that mean? What and you know I know what Jake's looking for. Jake wants a record. He wants some sort of amount of wins or whatever. Sure. You and I have set our own for that. We as soon as you drop to two and five you know we said hey let's play the the goal for this operation should be to play meaningful games when deshaun watson gets back meaningful for more than just the curiosity of seeing deshaun watson play nfl football again but ones that actually can have some measure in chase of a postseason or playoff berth that is the way that we defined it and i'm fine with that being the organizational uh standard status as well uh acknowledging that i have no authority to do so i like that yeah good yeah let's just go out and keep winning and and be able to play in the postseason that's what i'd like to do yeah i think it would be i think it would be a lot of fun for to play games in december that have implications on chasing a playoff berth and i don't think it's that impossible based on what's happened to this point on the nfl's in the nfl's uh schedule if you think about we talked we were talking off air about the the bengals issues they are absolutely devastated in the secondary they are zero and three in the division they will jamar chase was on crutches today down in cincinnati okay so he's not on ir so they're hopeful that he can be back they have the panthers this week then uh panthers by steelers so they have a chance to get really healthy here they yep. obviously need to win yep. both games yep um and they will be favored to do so but who knows what's going on with chase and they didn't bolster their secondary so if you think about that was a team that we would have said at the beginning of the year absolutely is a playoff team and a Super Bowl contender, that road is choppier for them now based on the injury to Chase and what's happened in the secondary. And their bizarre insistence in that game of playing man coverage because they were already without Eli Apple. They went into the game with only four cornerbacks up, which I thought was crazy to begin yeah. with. They've got two of them, Marvell, Tell the Third, and Alan George on the practice squad, who I imagine will be called up. I've never heard of either one of them. Chidobia Wouzier, obviously, is a tremendous player uh, that they were able to bring in. 
Eli Apple both out. So then they're playing Cam Taylor Britt, who was a rookie, and that was his first start in the NFL. And then Trey Flowers, who's a veteran, but is a 6'3", you know, 200-pound zone corner. And then they were just like, we're going to play man and put these guys on islands all day long with a single high safety to keep Von Bell in the box to be able to defend against the run. Sorry, you got to play shell or you got to play cover yeah. threes and just play soft cover threes and give up the underneath stuff. But you can't allow the Browns to just throw the ball down the field and beat guys one-on-one -on -one who aren't ready to play. And then at the end of the game, they're playing Dax Hill at corner. Dax Hill, because Trey Flowers got hurt. I thought they benched him because it was so bad. No, he hurt his hamstring. So yeah. Dax Hill's only played 25 snaps going into last week because they didn't trust him in coverage as a safety. And now he's playing man-to-man -man corner, and they kept him in man. The big play at, at the end to Amari Cooper, the 50-yarder, yeah. that was on Dax Hill. Right. And they tried to have Von Bell help, but we did that quick snap. He ran right by both of them. Too late. Yep. Play a game with me here, my friend. Let's go around the AFC. There are – tell me if you disagree with any of this. I think there are four absolute stone-cold locks in the postseason in the AFC. Okay. Buffalo. Yes. Kansas City. Yes. Baltimore and Tennessee. I know you're probably questioning Baltimore, but if you look at their schedule, I don't no, think you No, I think Baltimore's fine. Yeah. They're, 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 it's probably – have you looked at it? Yeah, that's like they, they have the second easiest schedule to go. We have the third hardest. So here's Baltimore. At Saints, Win. Panthers, Win. at Jaguars, Denver, at Steelers, us, Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. I think they'll be favored in every game except maybe here. And, depending on what and, we are. And depending on what we are. With Watson, Watson will be back at that point. Yep. And then at Cincinnati. Every yep. other game they'll be favored in. Yep. And largely, I think they'll be favored in by a lot in most of those games. Um, so that leaves three spots for everybody else. Okay. And in terms of the teams that have the better records than us now, I mentioned, I've already mentioned um, the the issue with, with Cincinnati and their very real injuries. I mean, yep. it's, this Chase thing's a real deal, and Awuzie, who they lost in our game, is a real problem. He's, so then is you've he got, done? I, they think so. He was in crutches after the yes. game with his leg fully I, I in think the thing. There's nothing, if, I think, probably going second opinions, but the, I talked to a guy this morning, and the feeling was is that that's done. it. So uh, if that's the case, you've got Miami, who looks really good, and I would say that they – of the it's them and the Chargers, but the Chargers haven't looked as good as Miami. No, Miami to this point. Miami's our game with them is, is huge. Right, it's a two pointer. Yeah, in, in, in if you do the hockey. Okay, um, I think they're probably I, in. I don't buy the Jets as Fine. a with Fine. what Wilson's done. Okay, but we lost head to head to them, which sucks. So that's that one really stinks. Um, then it's it's Cincinnati went over their issues, and then it's the Chargers. We lost head to head to them, and you lost head to head. So it's a it's a hot, it's a tough. And we and should have won both. I know. And by the way, we won both. We're five and three. We're we're dancing in the streets. Oh, I know, I know, brother. <sighs> Browns fans, you can enter for a chance to win season tickets for the 2023 season from Sugardale and your local Meyer. Two lucky fans will have a chance to compete on the field during halftime on the November 27th for the ultimate prize. Text Browns to five five six seven eight to enter today. We'll play a little better or worse, higher or lower coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the Bath Authority gives you that bathroom of your dreams, kids. You can transform your current bathroom into that custom bath, a spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler. Experts and factory trained installers. You give them a call now, you get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality, all made in the United States. Tub to shower conversion. Simply put, superior products with expert installers at thebathauthority.com as we play a little game we like to call better or worse. Gibby likes to call it higher or lower. Presented by Keep It Fun Ohio from the Ohio Lottery. Remind you to set time and spending limits when you're gambling. Uh, AP is here in studio with us as well. Hello, Gibby. Hi, boys. Hello, Gibby. So, is today... A first Friday, or is it a Friday? Because this is getaway day for us. It is. It is for all of you, and I'm happy for you. This is, there are several ultimate first Fridays over the course of the year. The preeminent first Friday is the one going into Thanksgiving. That's the greatest first Friday in the history of life. That's its I'm own going to be day. spending this weekend That's its getting own... trained, training yes. my liver. Yeah. Get it set. Get back That's the best first Friday is that one. Um, this is a bonus baby first Friday where you're walking in for you guys. You're walking into a four day weekend. Uh, now Pedro's going to be here. So there's some rewards with that and some negatives. So you're gonna have to balance all of that out yes. long run, uh, of him on Scully. So you got to worry about that a little bit, Lace but yourself. Yeah. Easy, easy. Uh, but no, I think this is, this is a, it's the, it's there are a couple of times of the year where a first Friday serves as an actual Friday and then all bets are off. So. What is a first Friday? Next. Can we get a new guy in here? <laughs> Doesn't get the show. I mean, at least he was honest enough to ask. I mean, we've been, we, we've been doing it. How long you been here? To be fair, he's only been on the show. He's simply on on a Tuesday. Yeah. The okay, but he Friday still is, should is, be listening. If he's, if he's not listening, it's hurtful. Dude, we still get four meeting requests a week for 1 to 3 p.m. You're trying it's to cover fine. for your it boy. Happens. It's not but this, the first it is, We like AP. But we like AP a, a lot. I'm sorry. I knew, I, knew I, could be waiting. I knew I could be waiting in some bad territory by asking that question. But What hurts me is that you're a man of, I, I feel, high intellect. Yeah, there were a lot of contextual clues that were. Given oh, I can to you. I can take the contextual clues. So I, what what is first Friday? Like an early day off in the week, basically. No, it's just Wednesday. Just it's Wednesday. Not just a Wednesday. Well, Wednesday is no longer just Wednesday. Now it's first Friday. Bo, okay. explain the a cocktail. You can now you get Thursday the and then real Friday. Right, that's that's what right. I mean. It's like your week is ending earlier. No, no, no. But it's every week. It's every week. Every oh, Wednesday. Every Wednesday is first yeah. Friday. It was okay. developed. Scholars would suggest that it was developed by a man ahead of his time, a man for the people, uh, a man about town, 20 years ago in Tallahassee, Florida. The objective yeah, At least you got being, that B in the camera. That's right. The objective being, nobody knows how to spell Wednesday. The day sucks. <laughs> Who needs day, it? Hump day's stupid. Wouldn't it just be better if we treated Wednesday it. like Friday? And so we'll just make it first Friday. So act accordingly. Have a cocktail. Have a enjoy cocktail. yourself. Right. Even if it goes bad, even if you have too many and you tie one on, big deal. All you got to do is a Thursday, and then you get another Friday. Then it's real Friday. Then you're locked in. You're safe. It's a total mentality shift. Totally. Can't. I love it. I Miss love it. Can I'm on board I... and 
Happy First Friday, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Happy you're gonna, First Friday. It's going to change your life, JP. You're going to view things differently. You're going to start looking forward to Wednesday. Yeah. You know, oh, it's hump day. Halfway <laughs> home. No, 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 no. First Friday. We're home. Give me a cocktail. Love it. Let's. And then in the season, then you follow that up with Thursday. Oh, football. it's unbelievable yeah. in football Friday, season. Saturday, that's Saturday. Yes. It's really yes. the only day that's a dud is Tuesday. And, you know, what Miss Kay and I do now is Monday, Tuesday, no no booze at all. Or do we detox? Monday? Yeah. So then First Friday Brave. comes in and you're like, Totally yeah, way. let's go. I mean, it, listen, man. I already feel better. Just I'm trying to get. You do. I'm trying to get to a full four pack. We're at like three and three quarters. We're almost there, and this is helping. Good for you. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Um, Thank you. I am your, a curator uh, of the good show. life, and a first Friday will help you enjoy curate life. the good life. I, I yeah, totally see right. that. I'm, yeah. I'm getting on board with that for yeah. sure. Now the best first it. Friday, as he said, of the year though is always it's the Thanksgiving one. That's the it's one of the great days. Period. Right, it is. It's unbelievable, and so this. But this is this is a good one for you guys, because you're you're in the clear. So I, I mean, it's it's pretty good. You look, tr- you okay? Yeah. Did I see anything no, big happen that I need to pay attention to, or is this no? It's your own personal thing. Neither. Or? No, it was okay. just a, apparently the underwater. I was, I don't even know how this popped up on my screen. The underwater disaster sites Ian left in Florida, and there was one where it just looks like there's a, ba- a lot of bad stuff happening to like a massive amount of manatees, and that made me sad for a second. Good focus out of you. Yeah. Tremendous today. I was trying to go He's back to the, the browser in. to get ready for these the standings of the yeah. NFL, and that was Raise what was you on my mind. Egon, what do you I don't got have left? the standers. I don't have the standings. <laughs> I'm going to – I need the standings. I like to look at the standings. NBC Manatees was Vinkman last year for – he was Peter Vinkman uh, for Halloween last year. Vinkman. I said, God, that's – what a job out of you. That's – Vinkman's so great. So elite. So great. That movie's so good. I don't like, by the way, all the stories that are coming out now. Bill Murray was mean to me. Bill Murray was a crud on the set. Don't care. Love I, him. No, I don't either. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. n- no. And the only person I know personally who worked with him was was Corzmo. Corzmo loved him. Now, he did say that he and Richard Dreyfus had a serious distaste for one another. Sure. But but I think Dreyfus has a similar reputation, right? Like yeah, he's, he's a, a tough guy to be around. Tough guy to be around. <laughs> yeah. Even in Jaws, there's like an oral history of Jaws that it was... A lot going on. See, there's a cream right there. That's more. That's, of a, that's, that's like more a brown. Kind of. It's definitely not a brown. No, a tan. Like it's it's more. What? Listen, at best, it's sand. We need to talk it's to it, whoever yeah. is for at sure Nike. not tan. We need it's to talk to your Nike contact. And no, I have say, Adidas contact. I don't have Nike. We need a Nike contact and say what just whatever that color was that you used on the Cream City hoodie. Segments gone give us down that. the toilet. This, this, I derailed this, it. It's my that. fault. This segment is thriving. Let's ask AP a real important question. AP, you're Iron Man. You saved the world once. Okay. Do well, you... AP's of age where you could do the whole thing with him. Right. Would you, knowing how things turned out as Iron Man, would you sign on to be Iron Man? First no. question. No. no. Okay, second question. What if I presented a scenario to you in which, as Iron Man, you saved the world once, and then you're like, so long, suckers. I'm rich. I've saved you once. Yeah. I'm going to go thrive. That sounds like an incredible lifestyle. That is absolutely the one I'm picking over the first one. That, it, okay. So, yeah. It's don't a no-brainer to me. Yeah. Once you've saved the world once, are you obligated to save no. it again? No. No. Every day they've had since then, absolutely you're welcome. Not. You're right. Unless it becomes live. a threat no. to your you, you save it once. You take the benefits people, of it, and you enjoy yeah. the rest of your life. Right. You save, like, we have a bubble. We have multiple golf courses, multiple restaurants to cater yeah, like to our that. whim. Are we sure yeah. that, like, this might be it? Is that it? Is that close? It looks. I feel like I feel green coming out of that. I feel green. Coming is that out just of that. the? I can't feel green. Like what about? I mean, is it just the tint in the lap in the? Phone? I feel green. All right. All right. Go ahead, Gibby. Pete Prisco, power <laughs> rankings. 
Higher or lower? Well, you just threw him away. <laughs> He's your boy. Zucura, Listen, again, Frisco will get in today. Like after the trial, the trial, the of trial Frisco. of Frisco, he won't come back on this show. He will not. I body bagged him. He was trying to tell me how Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott was better than Nick Chubb. When was this? Like, like a two year years ago. Two years ago. Year, two yeah, years ago. And uh, first of all, he's not even the best running back on his own team. No. Tony Pollard's better, which, by the way, has been proven true to everybody but Jerry Jones. It was absurd. His arguments were completely ludicrous. Okay. Well, anyways, he's got way, the Browns at number 21 Pete's in his power Pedro's Pedro's over 2 against us in trials. In front of the Browns, he's got the Packers and Saints. Behind the Browns, the Colts and the Rams. Poizel, higher, lower, or just right for your 21st-ranked Cleveland Browns? Uh, I think this is just right as much as it seems easy to probably rank them higher here. Um, you know, higher I, mean a higher number or uh, closer to one? Better, better. better. Uh, Wrong, Poizo. <laughs> you know, I think they're turning a corner, but they need to keep proving after their bye. They do it two and, weeks and, in a row. We're right. on our last they, five games. Exactly. Just spade, that, that's, what, that's what I'm going to say. They got to they gotta stack multiple wins together to get past 20th in these rankings. That's just how it is. He had the Jets seventh going into this week. Did he really? Yeah, they dropped seven spots to number 14. Next. Well, to be fair, like, how does he <laughs> have a four lower? Like, so you're supposed to look at this week to week, right? We, we beat the team he has 11th like a drum. They only fell two spots. They spilled two spots yeah. by getting drilled. And by the way, this was their first game without Chase, and then they lose a Wouzier in the same game. They are not the team they were the last time he did these rankings. Come on, Prisco! You know what's wild about this is the Seahawks beat the Giants. Mm-hmm. Seahawks are ranked ahead of the Giants. The Patriots beat the Jets. Patriots are ranked ahead of the Jets. Just saying. Your power rankings would be a lot better if you actually reacted to what happened during the week. Come on, Pete. Tell him, give it. All right, number one. Let me just scroll through my papers. My so I want to know. I want to. I want to sit Pete, Pete Prisco down. And say, Pete, trial part two. You lose. You mean to tell me if your life was on the line on a neutral field, you're taking the Eagles over the Bills right now? Yeah, I, that's the. I didn't get that at all. I don't believe I. Believe We've had the Bills over the. Uh, Bills over the Eagles for the last three yeah. weeks. And nothing's I like changed that Eagles team. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I do. Well, the first right, one we're talking it. about I'm is Vikings. Vikings come in at number four. It's a light Eagles bone. one, Bills two, Chiefs it. three. Higher, lower, or just right, Poisel, while the two fashionistas get their things together. <laughs> Which team are we doing? Vikings. Listen, you're included in this, Gibe. I know. Just give me a gear when you, <laughs> when you get it. It's fine. I mean, I know you guys are dragging the rankings right now, but I, I think the Vikings at four is actually also just right. Um, you can't doubt or slight a team that's got one loss for the season is on a, is on a five game win streak now. So, um, you know, you want to see the Vikings play better teams. It's wins over Detroit, New Orleans, Chicago, Arizona. Those teams aren't impressing anybody, but I think the Vikings still belong in the top five. Winning when you're supposed to win is impressive in the National Football League. Sure. If we just did that, we would be in a significantly better place. I like the Vikings. I love the move to get Hawkinson. You think about this style of an offense that's going to be featuring Justin Jefferson, Thielen, Hawkinson, and Dalvin Cook. Like, that's pretty good. Are you sure the Vikings aren't better than the Eagles? I'm not sure. I Go look at who the Eagles have played. I know they haven't played anybody, but I saw them here. I saw them. I saw them. I know. We lived it. They're impressive. You tip your hat to 7-0. They've been largely dominant, especially recently. But good night, nurse. Both the Bills (laughs) or Chiefs would be favored over them on a neutral field. I believe that to be true. So, 
They've had, they've a very good skill. They're going to be eleven and zero. Next, higher or lower? Uh, Cowboys fifth, Titans sixth, what? number seven the Miami Dolphins. Bishop, higher, lower, or just right? The Dolphins smoke the Titans, don't they? Here's the deal. This is what I try to do with this. So Miami is five and three. Their three losses with Tua, they they would be Undefeated. what seven and one with Tua, yeah. probably. Yeah, and they'd probably rank fourth or fifth. Um, it's amazing how how. Do you guys ever consider this? I saw somebody point this out, and I wonder if it was true. Is it possible that we think Tua can't throw it as well because he's left-handed and it looks different? I saw, you know, I saw an interesting argument against that, and it was uh, like a reverse footage. I don't yeah, know, I saw it, of Tom Brady throwing it, and and it's just something about how we're just not used to seeing yeah. quarterbacks throw left-handed. So. I, I say no, and that video honestly changed my mind. Before, I would have said yes. I, I yeah. would love to find somewhere, but that video changed my mind. I think the Dolphins are around where they ought to be. Uh, they beat the Ravens head-to-head. I think they're better than the Titans, so I would bring – he's got the Titans too high. Like, I would just move the Dolphins, Ravens up. I would move the 49ers up uh, with McCaffrey now. I wouldn't, I'd pay less attention to their record. I think the Titans ought to be – and it's remarkable. I gave Mike Vrabel a bunch of love earlier this week. It's awesome. Um, but, but I think they should be like 11. They were the one seed in the AFC last year, and not a single person thought they had any chance no, to win the Super they Bowl. Yeah. And they didn't. This year, they may – sure, they're – like, there's no chance they win the Super Bowl. No. No. No one's counting them as a Super Bowl contender right now. No. Right. So if you're number six in the league, you got to be somewhat of a threat to win right. the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. the Dolphins are more of a threat. The Ravens are more of a threat. The Niners are more of a threat. The Bengals are, have to be considered more of a threat. Hopefully Next. the Chargers. I don't know. Higher or lower? Final one, guys. Uh, since we're up against it, mm. Seahawks number nine. Higher, lower, or just right? Zagora. Or professional? You're going to be a professional fence sitter today, aren't you? <laughs> no, they're surprisingly good. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think we're pretty close. Yeah, they are. I would have them below the 49ers. But me too, but, but, but not much. They could much. conceivably win the NFC West. I, I don't think you can doubt Geno Smith anymore. He's well, playing like no. a top 10 quarterback. Here's he's a, right here's, back. Here is something that I do think we're at the point now that has to be acknowledged. What happened to him as when he was young that he that it's taken this long and this type yeah. of crazy path I, yep. for him to get another chance? Because he has been sensational. So – I think it's a maturity level. That, I don't know. I don't know enough about I him. I mean, I, I and he, no never, he, got, he didn't get to play, right? I mean, Behind Russ, he never right. played. And maybe Pete Carroll unlocked something with – I mean, I, it's not like we played him. the Seahawks. Metcalf then, and Lockett are good. Walker's good. And obviously he can throw the ball. I mean, I don't think there's any question about it. And maybe we were looking at the Seattle offense and blaming the offense for Russ being bad when maybe – It's Russ that's Russ bad, was right? bad. Could be. Be a 250. That's, case, that's the, the trend. Fleece Denver and well I mean, I can't believe that exactly. Trevor Lawrence yes. and the Jags blew that. They should have smoked them. Like, like, that's right. Like he's getting <laughs> made fun of by kickers. You go, Jay Tuck. 250. You'll see every penny. Well, every penny of 190. You'll see. Mm. All right. Good job, AP. AP, enjoy the bye week. Hit the golf yeah, course for us. I will. None of us live a little bit. To. It'll be awesome. Uh, Fast the, Friday. The great. Close. The great Bertie Kozar coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. For a team of injury lawyers dedicated to every client every day, call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. And now we head out on the Twisted Tea Hard Ice Tea Hotline, official sponsor of your Cleveland Browns. Keep it twisted, Cleveland, for a conversation with our great friend, the legend Bernie Kozar, joining us now on the hotline. Well, that was a fun one on Monday night, my friend. And and I think what it gets us is uh, it gets us a little bit of hope, uh, a little bit of belief here going into the bye week. Uh, what what was it about that game and the result? What jumps out to you? How much of it can we hope kind of plays into the second half of the season here? Well, absolutely fun is an understatement to spend a Halloween night with Monday night football at First Energy Cleveland Stadium. And electric would be another word I have to add in there. It was it was electric down there and for the, us being the youngest football team in the NFL, emotions, I really do believe, play a big part in how we handle ourselves. And that electricity that was down there Monday night was, was phenomenal. Shout out to our amazing fans to create that 12th man advantage, uh, 12th man advantage out there. And Bo, to your point, um, not only does it make it for a nice festive um, by week, but it actually does give us that hope. We we talked about it last week that um, being three and five at the bye week isn't optimal, but it's a heck of a lot better than being two and six. And at two and six, um, that would have been something that probably was a mountain too high to climb. But to be three and five and to basically be two games behind the Ravens, one game now behind the Bengals and have a better division uh, divisional record right now than the Cincinnati Bengals. And they went to the Super Bowl last year, and they're 0-3 with our, within our own division. Absolutely, it gives us hope as we get into the second half of the season. That's right. You need that hope. You need that momentum. And hopefully, you know, the confidence that the Browns gained in this one can go forward. I want to ask you about, Jacoby Brissett, second straight week, only five incompletions, playing some of the best football of his career. Uh, that 103, 33 quarterback rating, one of the top numbers of his entire career. What is he doing so effectively, Bernie, to operate this offense? Bring it on, Nathan. Great point there. Jacoby playing 10, 10 incompletions in the last two weeks in 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 a single NFL game would be impressive, let alone two NFL games. And three of those incompletions came at the end of the second quarter on Monday Night Football with a clock play, uh, throw the ball out, and then two throw the ball out of bounds bounds plays on purpose. So even even a higher propensity for for, um, um, his completion average. And I love Joe Burrow. And to say that Jacoby Brissett outplayed Joe Burrow is – is um is a phenomenal um a phenomenal uh, thing to have, to have watched and from that leadership perspective uh, that that shows the confidence that 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 Jacoby's able to able to handle right now but one of the things that really resonated to me was when Jacoby on the touchdown run that he ran in and he said that he had a flashback to the interception in the, the Los Angeles Chargers yep. game. And people said, well, heck, that's a demon. Oh, God, he's seeing ghosts and stuff. And I actually thought that was an 
awesome, astute statement by Jacoby, and I'm a massive fan of his, and I'm so excited to, to watch him have that success because he's such a great guy on the field, but even better off the field. But he had said that he had had that flashback of the interception and that the game now is really starting to slow down for him. And that in the heat of the battle on Monday Night Football, scrambling to his left with four 300-pound linemen chasing him, he has the presence to reflect back on the experience of that play, understand what happens, surmise the whole field, and then use his athleticism to outrun and go to the pylon and still make that play. That was just exceptional. And when awesome. I know when I, and again, not to make this about when I played, but I know when I played and I started really coming into my, my own and my own confidence and belief in myself and the team, the game was really in slow motion. And when I heard Jacoby talk about it being in slow motion for him, that's one of the best things I think as Browns fans we could take out of it and, and for him as, as we get, get ready for the next three games before, uh, before Deshaun Watson comes back. Bernie, what do you see? And we're not going to get into receivers throwing the ball because that didn't go our way on Monday night. But everything else went Amari Cooper's way, and he is. Hey, 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 a shout out! A shout out to Amari Cooper. (laughs) Probably one of the greatest answers. Phenomenal for him to have handled it the way he handled it and to play the game that he played. I mean, that that was massively impressive. It really was. It's, it was a hell of a post game. It's better when you win and acknowledging that he's just getting back to what he's doing right. Bernie, we got him for a fifth-round pick, man, and he yeah. is showing week in and week out nothing short of elite. Um, I, I'm not sure that everybody – I know Browns fans do, but – the quality of receiver he is, his ability, his route running is so pristine. Uh, what do you see with Cooper in, and in terms of not only the fit for the, the rest of this, but when you get Deshaun Watson back and in the future, the fact that you're going to have him out there on the edge? Well, Bo, you just threw a blast of adrenaline and goosebumps through my body as you talk about Amari Cooper's route running ability. And it makes for and it makes for Andrew Barry's press conference today to be so much fun because that that is debatably one of the one of the fantastic trades for this season to get Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick like that. The way he ran, like that fade again. He had the the touchdown um, touchdown catch two weeks ago um, where he ran the inside fade to the back pylon. He was the outside receiver. Um, Monday night, running that outside phase. And the way he sells and puts the pressure on defensive backs and gets them to turn their hips, it's almost criminal the way he, he undresses and steals from those defensive backs. And that's exactly right, Bernie. And this was an undermanned unit. They were without Eli Apple. Chidobi Awuzie goes down. And I remember when the Browns had the ball on that touchdown you were talking about to Amari. I go, I said to, to Jim on the broadcast, I don't usually advocate for us throwing the football from the four, but if they're going to play man, and they conti- they insisted on playing man-to-man after losing their corners, which blew my mind. I said, if they're going to put Trey Flowers out there on Amari, just throw it to him. He's going to get open. Next play, that's exactly what they did. Touchdown. When you're a quarterback and you've got – corners out there that you know can't guard your guys and they were a defense that gave you all the tells you wanted you knew exactly what they were playing pre-snap which was blowing my mind how easy they made it to decipher what they were going to do 
And for the Browns, it felt like at times it was taking candy for a baby. What What's that like as a quarterback when you know that they're going to play man and their guy can't cover my guy? Wow, Nathan, I'm going to reiterate um, just about everything you just said. Their tells were so aviazo last night, almost like the way the Philadelphia Phillies were picking up on that Houston Astros pitcher and being able to and tell the bombs. pitches and stuff. We were able to tell for sure the hard inside technique of their young cornerbacks, and it was stealing almost that's to what I was referencing earlier, almost unfair to have an Amari Cooper, an elite, an elite right receiver in his own right with his ability to precisely run routes against a, 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 uh, a young defensive back given massive tells like that. That was that's absolutely something that's from a quarterback perspective and a receiver perspective, it's almost personal to you. Yeah, almost yeah. it's disrespectful for them that you have to go make that guy toast. And certainly they did. Let's flip it around on the other side. We talk all the time, you know, pressure burst pipes and five sacks of Joe Burrow for the second straight time, multiple turnovers from Joe Burrow who's now 0 and 4 against the Browns and you can tell it eats at him but I felt like watching that Bernie, he knew he could not be protected against Miles Garrett and the Browns and what Joe Woods did a great job of disguising the fronts and sometimes three down linemen with two mugging linebackers, sometimes four defensive ends on the field together, loops, twists, they did it all. But it felt like as a quarterback, Joe Burrow was never comfortable and it's got to be hard to play that position when you're uncomfortable. Yeah, fantastic points, Nathan. And I actually wanted to go right there. Joe Woods has taken um, a lot of flack this year. And I'm not saying this to be a Joe Woods marketing rep or a, a Browns homer and stuff, but the, the disguises that he had, the change of pace that he had, that Nathan, you astutely correctly pointing out from the fronts with the um, the defensive rush and the pres- the ability to get pressure on Joe Burrow was one thing. And on top of that, to have the back end, the back end, the secondary correlated into the disguising. It was almost like when you saw every time you were seeing a shell cover four look with the two safeties deep. That was all in, in our past. That was we were playing the two deep to cover fours. We were doing showing that and then kicking it down into a man press coverage. And when it was the man press coverage look with the uh, Grant Delford around the line of scrimmage um, at the snap. He was running back in the quarters, cover, cover four or cover two. So um, awesome job of disguising, which we hadn't showed that sequence of disguising. And then Joe Woods and this much has been talked about the analytics this year to show that the Cincinnati Bengals, knowing that they are massively struggling with their offensive line, that they're throwing the ball in less than two and a half seconds, and that sounds like that's a cool thing to do, but when you're throwing it that quick, most all your routes are from zero to five to ten yards, so you're able to tell your lineman if you can't get home to get there and deflect balls like we did on that, that first um, on that first interception and stuff. And and that's that type of uh, that type of stunting taking away drives from them. But also because they we did not have that respect, and we knew they weren't going to run the ball against the Cleveland Browns. If you're playing defense against us on third and two, third and three, third and one and a half, you absolutely have to worry about the run. So you have to bring that safety up into the box. 
we know that Cincinnati, Joe Woods knew that Cincinnati is massively struggling with their offensive line, massively struggling with their run game. So on third and one and a half, third and two, third and three, which they had about four times, five times in the course of the Monday night game, Joe Woods played two deep five under man. We used to call it cover six. So he was double covering out those wide receivers where their corners are actually have double covers over the top. That was a, something we hadn't shown, and that broke up. At, uh, Emerson had a fantastic game. Greg Newsom had a fantastic game. Yes. And that defensive scheme by Joe Woods to have two deep five under man on third and two, third and one, third and three stole some stole some um, um, some other ball possessions for us offensively. No doubt. Bernie, I'll get a chat here on a fun one. Um, I saw at least on Monday night trick-or-treating with the boys, I saw at least three uh, little Bernies out there running around. Yes. Buddy, it's been a while since you've played here, obviously. Is it amazing even to you still the, the reach that you still have in this community? Well, you know, thanks. It's it, As you get older, as you, I, I say the joke because I'm in the late third quarter, early fourth quarter of my life. Um, it's so honored and humbled to see kids that weren't even alive wearing little <laughs> 19 jerseys. And heck, heck, even on the Monday night show, I was, I was chuckling with Mr. Kelsey, the, the Jason yeah. and Travis, the, the Kelsey's Mr. And Mrs. Kelsey are the best parents in Northeast Ohio. Cause they dress both their boys up as little 19s for Halloween. So when awesome. little. That's great. <laughs> hey, so and great. it's funny. I, I and to really swell my cranium, I know we got to go to a break and stuff. But so I say that to Travis. I go, hey, Travis, man, I so love your parents. Man, they used to dress you up for Halloween as Bertie Kosar. And Travis goes, no, man, she used to do that every day for us. I go, I'd like her even more. That's the God, best that's great. in the world. That is awesome. awesome. So appropriate. Love you, brother. Thanks for your time love today. You guys. Enjoy your bye week. You matter. Go Browns. All right, the great Bernie Kozar. Nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea. You know why? Because it's made with real brewed tea, cool, refreshing, and with a 5% kick of alcohol. It's Thirst Sound and Gold, twisted tea, hard iced tea. Keep it twisted. We'll guess the spread coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily. Let's go. On 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bath Authority gives you the bathroom that you want, the bathroom of your dreams. You can transform it into a custom bath for a spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you. At a fraction of the cost of the competitors, it's our area's premier bath and shower remodeler. They're experts and factory-trained installers. You give them a call now, you get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. Tell them that Bo sent you at 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. Change that bathroom of yours from outdated to outstanding. Superior products and expert installers at thebathauthority.com, 216-220-8399. Told you not to do that. No, I shouldn't have done it. Connor with a K came in here, offered you some hot ones, hot sauce, and for some reason you're infinite. You went to private school. 
I know. I like, I like hot sauce. I know, but I have we're like doing a, hot a sauce show. Collection in my house. You're not. You're not. You're not having it on a chip. But let's remember, he mailed it in a half hour ago. At least. I haven't mailed it. I've been delivering incredible content. He had one big B question to, to Bernie. Three. Well, okay. Yeah, Three. He came back for ten minutes, and now he's out. He's again. got to finish strong. These are all segments he loves, though. This is my favorite segment because yeah. it's turned out that us like picking games has gotten is too easy. It's too easy. Like white man can't jump. Too easy. Too easy. We're going to Sizzler. <laughs> Love Sizzler. By the way, uh, and we, we have, I know we have a lot to go. We've got to yeah. do lines okay. and we've got to do scores. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team is going to be for sale. Duh. Jim Irsay. We, we didn't talk about it. Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay had it. Dropped a hammer. He dropped a hammer. Clearly, Dan Snyder has no interest in selling this team. And clearly, the NFL says, Too bad. yeah, you are. And that's going to happen. And so, the, it's out. That's going to happen. That There's a lot to that. Number one buyer i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people that want it it won't be bezos 100 will not be bezos i'd bet anything on that the nfl owners are not letting him in that club no chance um so that'll be interesting who that is the next thing that's really interesting is it's got to be somebody with it's enough elon no it'll have to be somebody with enough liquid to be able to build their own stadium finance their own stadium yeah. a la cronky because nobody in dc is going to be building a stadium i would imagine that one of the one of the particulars of the purchase would be we need a stadium in D.C. I don't think they want to be out in suburbs all over everywhere. I think they want to be close to the metro. So that's going to be part of it. And I would say if I were buying that team, I would say as soon – I would start right now and say I'm rebranding this thing. Absolutely. They are not the commanders anymore. I If you want to go back to Washington football Washington team – Washington football team works do that. just fine. And just wear the old – Red Hogs. With, well, yeah, you go Red Hogs, Red Wolves, Red Tails, all of that. Any of those things win, or you could just go football team and just wear the old uniform and just put the R that Joe Gibbs wore on his hat on the helmet, and you got it. That's it. Like this, they can, you can flip this thing in a, in a second. second. There's no question. That's right, Daddy. It's going to be a big number. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this is my favorite. I'm so excited for. You this. ready for this? I'm so determined. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, this is guess the line. Smashed with a sub sandwich is on the line here. Unprecedented. In that it's leading right into the scores. Yeah, which I think I'll be able to use my knowledge because if I had remembered it last week, I would have taken the Saints. By the way, winning weeks for both of us again, eight and seven for me. But whew, you're hotter than this hot sauce. Eleven and four, killing it. Both twenty, both individually twenty plus games over five hundred forty six combined. Yowza, gifts. Yowza. All right, you ready? Oh, I yeah, like I this. Like this is nice. Uh, great. Gibbe, is this you? I love this. Yes, sir. Yeah, this oh, is beautiful. Gibbe. This is fantastic. All wow. right, here we go. Thursday night, Al Michaels. Oh, uh, give me the over-under on when he has his first Johnny Walker blue. Second quarter. <laughs> this one's brutal. Philly at Houston. It might be pregame. At Houston? At Houston. Philly at Houston. Philadelphia at Houston. It's got to be two touchdowns. It's got to be 14. Nailed it. Why do I always start? Why can't I be good I at the know. end? Focus. Keep your focus. I am focused. Panthers at Cincinnati. Panthers at Cincinnati. Bengals minus eight. Got it. Bengals minus seven. Chargers at Falcons. Chargers at Falcons. Chargers are going to be favored. I say that with little confidence. 
Every time I think something like that. I think it's this feels Vegas zony to me. Mm -hmm. Chargers minus. Do I want to get to five and a half and then also three and a half? Yeah, three and a half could be in the mix. Chargers minus four and a half. Chargers minus three. Bum, 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 bum. What? Chargers minus three. Miami at Chicago. Miami at Chicago. Miami minus six and a half. What's our threshold? One. One. Mm -mm -mm -mm. What is it? Five. Green Bay at Detroit. Two up, two down so far for Mr. Zagura. Two up, two down. Green Bay at Detroit. Detroit. Yep, it's all true. What was the last one? Miami minus five. Against Chicago? Use this knowledge for your scores. It's coming up, please. The scores. Right. Remember, What do we scores. have next? You have Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay minus four. Got it. <sighs> minus three and a half. That was critical because if that would have went bad for you, I could have seen you mailing it in. and not be I'm able never going to gonna mail it in. I think you could have. I think you could have been so... So fixated on Miami, head. Chicago. I don't get that. You couldn't have got there. You got to get over it. You got to move on. Okay. Be like a quarterback. Indy at New England. Indianapolis at New England. Vegas loves New England. Loves them. New England minus three. New England minus five and a half. What? Bills at Jets. Bills at Jets. Buffalo minus Eight. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, God. Bills minus 12 and a half. What? That's right. Vikes at commies. God, all the good teams are on the road. That makes it so much harder. It's hard. It's really hard this way. Yeah. Vikes at commies. Minus six. Oh, boy. We're getting loose. Vikes minus three and a half. What? But this were they the arbitrarily? The rails oh. are off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the this. wheels now are just... It's it. like the Model T that they give. It's awful. The wheels are what? Rolling. But I don't like. I don't these know. lines don't make. You can't reason with it. They're not congruent. Vegas, good word. At Jacksonville, Las Vegas, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, minus three. Vegas minus one and a half. What? And they were underdogs at New Orleans. Yep. Um, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle at Arizona. I mean, now I'm just, I have no, this is going to affect reeling. my scores. This is, Don't let it affect your scores. Right, We're going to have a break. You're like a quarterback throwing a pick. You get right Seattle back Seattle minus two. Arizona minus what? two. Come on, why? I don't know. Rams at Bucks. Rams at Bucks. This is trendy. This is the worst you've ever done. Ever. This. this is Tampa. You've been shook by the Chicago totally one. Totally shook. Tampa. Well, the, the Miami, I know. Miami one, or the Minnesota one should have been the same as that one. Tampa hosting the Rams. Yeah. Tampa minus four. Got it. Minus three. Tennessee at Kansas City. Kansas City minus seven and a half. Minus 12 and a half. Ooh. What? They're number six in Frisco's Power Pole. 12 and a half. Baltimore. <laughs> 
at New Orleans. Ravens minus six. No, Ravens minus three. All right. Vegas was a one-point favorite in New Orleans last week. You we went four. Awful. And a lot. Moving on. I'm going to get slapped with Just the awesome. <laughs> you are going to get slapped with the <laughs> Hey, Browns fans, get the tree he loves so much when you bail. He loves it so much. Just wait till the over-unders again next week. Give he back. just loves it. He's just the sinister giggle of giving. So it's good. It's amazing. Just that good. Pop, I think that hot, <laughs> that hot sauce ruined my brain. I warned you. Browns fans skip the chore of laundry. Enjoy life.laundry. Tide cleaners Total offering 30% off dry cleaning for the month of October. Be entered to win four VIP Browns tickets to an upcoming home game. Just mention the promo code Browns. Visit tidecleaners.com to find the closest location to you. Some exclusions may apply. The score is coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Well, there's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. And a true First Friday miracle. The scores? Again, I think Wednesday's oh, too early so for any rattled. of this stuff. I think Wednesday's too early and hot sauce. It's out of control. First Friday, too early. But listen, we come in with a great cushion. Like, we could both lose every game this week and still be double digits over 500. What yeah. a great treat that is for us. That is true. 11 and 4 for you. Bravo. Good job. I think me. that may have been the best. Is it the best individual week of the season? Had the that's bunch of rare. And 11 and 4 is pretty rare. Out of, I mean, that's... Out of 10 and 6. Uh, here's one. Here's an 11 and 5. Oh, boy. Week 4, we were both out. 11 and 10. No, that's the best. That is the best week yeah. of the season. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and you were so close. So close. If you wouldn't if you weren't ye of little faith like Gibbe, could have been even better. Could have been even better. That's right. Could have been even better. I mean these lines are outrageous. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven road seven home dogs, like and significant home dogs. Let's Adam, do it. There's only twelve games. No, there's thirteen. Yeah. All right, let's roll. I miss no. one. Well, we don't have Monday night on yet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's six teams on a bye. Twelve games, ten minutes. It's a bad weekend, by the way. Yeah, we're good. We're and fine. away sick. we go. Week nine ah. in the National Football League. Let's start it off. It's Thursday night foosball. It's the best team in the NFL. It's the worst team in the NFL. I don't know what the hell the schedule makers were doing when they made this game. Eagles. Texans in Houston at their garbage dome. I'm going to watch this intently for Al Michaels. His frustration will be palpable. It's possible that he has cocktails during mosh everything. Remember, by the way, he said the Dan Snyder needs to sell that team. And what happened? Sold. Sold. Yep. Eagles by a billion. This because we're doing billion. this on Wednesday, we mean it. Yes. Yeah, we're not doing this on a Thursday. It's on a Wednesday. Correct. On Unless we don't. On to Sunday. <laughs> Unless we don't. Whatever. On to <laughs> they Sunday. They did a promo for the game that didn't feature the Texans at all. None. It was singing Fly Eagles Fly, and it was literally 30 seconds of nothing but Eagles highlights, and then they're like, Eagles Texans. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> One o'clock. Buffalo. 
traveling to New York to battle the football Jets. Six and one versus five and three. Jets are one and three at home this season. Uh, there's a girl. I don't love the Jets, but no. I think their defense is pretty legit. They were able to hold the Patriots to a ton of field goals. Buffalo's going to win this game, but are they going to win it by two scores? Nay. 27. 14 and a half. Same. <laughs> you can't throw a half in there. Oh, I can when I need it. Yeah, but the, point, the point that I was making seems, seems a little large. Little, yeah. All right, up next, a good chance for the Bengals to get back on track after their Monday night drubbing at the hands of the Cleveland Browns. The 2-6 and six Carolina Panthers come calling. Panthers and their starting quarterback. I don't remember his name, uh, but it doesn't matter because they matter. suck anyways. Well, P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker, and they're a little frisky. They're, they're quite a little frisky. Bit frisky. This is a yeah. huge game for the Bengals, and they are really battered um, in, the, uh, in the secondary. Uh, they can't run it right now. Um, this Panthers team playing with a lot of heart. Um, I like the Bengals to win 24 to 17. 24 to 17. Same. Next. Dude, PJ Walker's. He'll be, he'll, he'll see, be knocking today, all day long. Did you see the video today? Six was like Walker's running first team, and six was like standing up like left tackles, like giving him a look. It's crazy. My, how the falling. Listen, when you fall down like I did in the guest line, you get back up. That's right. It's to be debated. We'll find out on Monday how that goes. To the NFC Norris we go. The Green Bay Packers, 3-5 and five on the football seasoning, visiting the Detroit Lions. They can score. They can't stop anybody. I'm not even sure they can score, frankly, Bishop. Scored 27 last week, Gibbe. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I've had a decent read on the Packers uh, for the last six weeks or so. I feel like I've got them right almost every week. Um, I think the the white flag has been waved in Detroit. They've been devastated by injuries. I like uh, Green Bay to win by seven Here's my question. in this game. Are the by Packers seven. going to wave the white flag? No. And by the Packers, I mean Aaron Rodgers waving no, the white still flag. In it. No, they, they're still in it. it. And and he was still given a damn late in the game against Buffalo. I, I, I think uh, I like Green Bay by, by seven at least. This spread is identical to Miami at Detroit. Detroit at one point in the game was ahead 21-7 to seven in the second quarter. And guess what? Miami still covered. Shh. Green Bay will cover as well up next the four and four new england patriots they continue to be the darlings of the nfl week in and week out just take a look at some of the numbers that are being thrown out there they're playing host to the indianapolis colts colts fired their oc on monday they are in disarray the coach gets a vote of confidence but who really knows what that means these days patriots colts zagura was Nick Sirianni the brains behind that whole operation? He might have been. You have to wonder. You have to wonder about that. Uh, Funny thing that is, is that Frank Wright was considered the brains behind the Doug Peterson operation. Yeah. Of course. Maybe Sirianni, the whole thing was Sirianni's. Uh, you've got an Indianapolis team right now that I think is struggling in a, in a major way. They were not inspiring at all. In fact, they lost at home to the commies a week ago. Yeah, I, I think it's a big line, but I think it's appropriate. Patriots, six, Colts, zero. Same, but different. Patriots, 22, Colts, 17.
Oh, baby. That's our first difference. Yep. Oh, baby is right. All roadies, um, by the way, so far for me. This one's a humdinger for you. One o'clock, Jacksonville, two and six, taking on the two and five Las Vegas Raiders in sunny Jacksonville, Florida. Boy, great place to go. Cesspool of the earth. Um, <laughs> Vegas, 0 and four on the road oh, this season. Suck. One of three teams without a win on the road. Bishop. I would never, ever bet this. Ever. No. In my life, I would never, ever do this. Somebody made never. What you're going to here. I'm just going to go with the gut. Raiders 2, Jag Zip. Same. They were so bad last week, though. <laughs> I hate this long. I hate this game. Yeah. Same. No longer gutless. The 4-4 four and four Atlanta Falcons are in first place in the NFC South. Falcons playing host to Los Angeles and the Chargers. The 4-3 and three Chargers come a-calling across the country yet again this season. Falcons, Chargers, Zagura. The Falcons have to feel very lucky to have beaten the Panthers at home last week. The Chargers coming off a bye week. They've done some self-assessment. Keenan Allen is finally going to be healthy. I think the Chargers absolutely roll them 34-12. to 12. Same! Next, uh, 1 o'clock, Bears trade away their defensive stars. Looks like they're in full full rebuild mode. Nah, let's go get Chase Claypool and give up a second-round pick. Bears playing host to the Miami Dolphins. Bears are 3-5. and five. Dolphins, 5-3. Five and three. Bishop. Yeah, it's um, the one thing to watch on this one, this is in Chicago, right? Yes. I know we're a ways out, but I know the Buckeyes play there against Northwestern on Sunday, and it's supposed to be a deluge of slop and mud and grossness. Mm. So taking that into consideration, Dolphins 7, Bears 6. Yeah, that game, that, that stadium didn't hold up week one when there was nothing I mean, it's else. supposed to be brutal. May, the middle rain, part of the rain, country rain. is supposed to get. Yeah, it's supposed to be brutal. The Bears, as they like. Dolphins I we, win. I thought, seven, we having, six. I thought we were having a beautiful weekend. We are. We are. They're, they're not. not. No. 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 It's going to be warm. It's just going to be rainy, like sixty degrees and rain all day in Chicago on Saturday. Not sure what Sunday is, but that's Saturday. This is the game that flummoxed me. This is the game that threw me off my whole rocker. I'm taking <sighs> Dolphins six Bears zero. Up next, Minnesota, the Vikings, six and one on the season, traveling to Washington to battle the four and four commies. By the way, everything, all the news off the field, but the commies are four and four kids. Uh, yeah, Zagura, I believe this is you. I absolutely love the Vikings. Now they're not going to get the benefit of Hawkinson in this one. But I think they're too match for for too much for Heineke. I mean, they barely were able to cobble together 17 points against the the lowly Colts at this juncture. Vikings win this one pretty handily, 31 to 20. Yeah, I, I like Minnesota big in that one. Big. All right, huge. There's only two late games. The 4:05 game. That's not the main game. No. Seattle visiting Arizona. Big NFC West matchup. Seattle five and three. Arizona three and five. Mr. Zagura. Why would they have they don't have a single game representing the AFC at, at four o'clock in this one? Why not? I don't Good have question. an answer. I don't know. 
Why wouldn't they have made Buffalo and the Jets at four? Because they don't, they're not, the only flexing right now can be to Sunday night, and then Sunday night can move things, that, that game moving back can move some things around. But it has to start with Sunday night from a flex standpoint. The Cardinals suck. Seattle wins in Arizona. Segura? Here's, this is Arizona's wins on the season. They beat the Raiders by six. They beat the Panthers by ten when Baker was the quarterback, and they beat the Saints. That's it. That's the list. They played already in Seattle, 19-9 Seahawks. They lost. Yeah, but I don't understand. I, I thought Seattle should be favored in this game. I don't understand this line. I understand. Thus. Oh, God. Oh, baby. The, the only oh, thing yeah, good left in cool. Arizona right now is going to be DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. Oh, no. Cards win it. Cards win it. Oh, God. I've got an update on the game of the week. Uh, America's game. Rams visiting Tampa Bay. The number has gone to three. No, yeah. we got we have we have a nice taste taste. Nice tasty two and a half is what I see That's on what the I sheet. Have right here. We got to go oh, by the sheet. When you bet, right. you go by the sheet. Go I don't know what to sheet. tell you about that. That's I go by the sheet. Changed since we did the sheets. Great, and I agree with them. Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Even better for us. Bucks. Bucks. Sunday night foosball. By more than the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Tennessee Titans in a number that makes no sense whatsoever. Titans, pretty good. Don't go to sleep on them. Five and two on the year. Chiefs five and two as well. I feel like this number has baked into it the fact that it's potentially no Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I would imagine once Tannehill is good to go that this number would drop a few points. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm going to take advantage of what we currently have right now. They're going to squeeze the football, Derrick Henry. These two both good. What? They're going like this. Cut. So, so this is what I think. You know, you trade A.J. Brown. <laughs> And you just think you can replace him with Traylon Burks. Here's a crazy thing. A.J. Brown has more receiving yards yep. and receiving touchdowns than every single Tennessee Titans receiver combined. That's right. And so you can't Incredible. just do that. You think that you can just replace these people, and sometimes you can't. And so sometimes you have to sit around and pontificate about – is this the right thing? Just because the Vikings did it with Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson, do you think that you can do this? Is that what you think, that you're infallible like Segura. the Vikings? I don't think so. And it makes you wonder, what are we really doing here? Are we trying to kick the can down the road? Or are we trying to win Super Bowls this year? I don't know. go ahead and go to break. Titans? Yeah. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fans, you can have your chance to win season tickets for the 2023 season from Sugardale and your local Meyer. Two lucky fans will have a chance to compete on the field during halftime on November 27th for the ultimate prize. Text Browns to 55678 to enter today. No show tomorrow or Friday. Next level is next. See you on down the road. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.